Welcome, 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 my friends. You are listening to It's Simply Digital, and I am your host, Lisa Williams. This is the podcast that gives you tips, tricks, and strategies to up your digital marketing game and make you a savvy digital success. We dive into all things business, entrepreneurship, and of course, digital marketing. You are listening to episode number 93 of It's Simply Digital, and today's guest is Andy Cabasso. And I love all things digital marketing, but one of the things that I'm always fascinated to learn more about is SEO, Google search, and backlinks. So listen in as Andy shares his expertise in that area. Hey, Andy, thanks so much for joining me. I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks, Lisa. I'm I'm excited to be here too. So I think we should just dive right in because one of the things, and we were talking a little bit offline, is one of the things that's that's not my strength is link building, SEO, you know, writing for SEO and making sure like all of those um, crawlers that are out there, Uh the the algorithms are really grabbing your material to rank Mm -hmm. it up so that you get more viewers to your website. So... I'm excited to talk to you because I feel like this is a learning opportunity for me and a learning opportunity for my audience. Awesome. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of ground for us to cover, and I don't know where where to start. Um, (laughs) So I guess a little bit of background for the audience. Um, I previously started, grew, and then scaled and then sold an agency. Um, Really key to some of our success was our SEO and content marketing that helped us get found and consistently bring in leads and customers. So um, I I have a good deal of experience with uh, with SEO and content marketing. Um, So I guess where to start, uh, I guess let's talk about, I guess, content for SEO. So, well, so maybe big picture SEO, how do you get your content? How do you get your website to rank better uh, than everyone else for a given search term or keyword. Yeah, um, let's let's start there. That's yeah. a great, because we're all looking for keywords and key phrases and we all want to rank for those or we want yeah. our article to rank for those. So so let's start from the very yeah. beginning. What, what are you putting in your content? <laughs> what do you need to start with to make sure. sure that you're ranking? So I think big picture, it's important to recognize that if you want your website to rank in Google and be the number one spot for any given search term, you have to displace someone else. So if you take the top spot, you have to knock down the previous person who was in the top spot to number two. And okay. if, they're, if they are in the top spot and they recognize the value of it, they probably are trying to hold on to that spot and they're probably doing uh, doing the SEO to help them keep that spot. So for certain terms, it, SEO can be competitive. And so that's why we have to be mindful that whatever strategies we are doing, it's not in a vacuum. It's in a competitive environment. And some spaces are particularly competitive. Uh, our, our, my, my agency's clients, uh, were most all lawyers and uh-huh. legal is I believe from what I've, I've read, like the sixth most competitive like term for, for Google like, is in terms of like industry. Uh, but uh, 
So like for our clients who might have been like a personal injury law firm who wants to show up in the top of Google when someone searches for like a city name followed by personal injury lawyer. Sure. They know, like they know and recognize that if I get someone to click to my website or if I get a bunch of people to click to my website, a certain percentage of them will reach out to me and a certain percentage of them will retain my business. And, and from that, we will on average make X dollars from that. And so right. recognizing the value of that, we put a lot of time and effort into uh, working on our organic presence. So uh, yeah, so I guess stepping back, big picture, SEO and ranking in Google can be competitive. Uh, mm -hmm. The big questions are like, well, what are the biggest factors? What can I do to really move the needle the most uh, and get, our, get us to rank for certain terminology, certain keywords? Uh, Google has a lot of different ranking factors like uh, to determine what and, and to, like the whole algorithm mix of what what is going to get your content your website to rank better than someone else the and it's always changing always uh, <laughs> it, it's changing and it's also a, a black box uh, yes. there are there are a lot of websites that have done studies to try and determine correlations of certain ranking factors. Like Moz has done a lot of research and they're, they're great. Like they've like listed like the 200 plus ranking factors of Google uh, and also trying to determine, well, which factors have a bigger impact. So like if I have like, like for example, uh, if your the title of your page, it has a keyword in it. Is that more important than the tech, the body text on your page, having your keyword in it, and how many times should you have your keyword in it, and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. there are, yeah, so there are a lot of different ranking factors. Uh, the biggest one that that I've seen is uh, the number, uh, the number, like quantity and quality in particular of inbound links from other people's websites to your website and your content, and your blog pages, and things like that. Mm -hmm. So. So what, I guess what that really means is uh, Google sees that other websites that are real websites, not like I'm buying links from Fiverr or something right. like that, but like you have a real relevant, relevant is important too, that it's a uh -huh. related piece of uh, related website that is linking to your content that signals to Google that, okay, uh, the content on this page is relevant for that audience let's uh, algorithm rank magic rank that better. And so uh, so with SEO, I, I one of like the biggest things to consider are uh, building links to your content. Uh, and so but, how do you start that? How do you start building links to your content? Yeah, so <laughs> that's like the magic <laughs> question, right? <laughs> so there are a, there are a lot of different strategies for building links to your content. There there's some there there are a lot of different ways to build links. One uh, like easy simple way to to build some links uh, for your business at the very least you should always like claim your online directory profiles, claim your Google business profile, uh, claim a Facebook page and, and social handles and things like that and uh, link to your link to your website and to your content. Uh, mm -hmm. but uh, more long-term impactful stuff is uh, there's a bit of work into it which is uh, doing outreach. So, for example, you've got a really great piece of content, a really great article on a given topic, uh, finding and reaching out to other relevant websites to 
get them to link to your content. Mm -hmm. Um, Like getting them to share your content would be great. Getting them to link to your content would be better. And so there are many different link building outreach strategies that people do. Um, Some are good, like that. some are very scalable. Uh, One example is uh, something called the skyscraper technique. Um, uh, I get really quick going, going into skyscraper technique, what it, what it entails. Uh, and so this is a technique that, uh, a lot of, uh, particularly advanced, uh, link builders do. It is very scalable, uh, Uh for, and can end up generating a, a ton of links. What it entails is basically, let's say you're trying, you're writing a, uh, an article on a topic or you're haven't written a topic yet, but you are researching it. And you, sure. and you use a tool like uh, like Ahrefs, that's A-H-R-E-F-S, or uh, SEM Rush, or uh, Uber Suggest. These are three different tools that uh, are good for SEO keyword research. Uh, and uh, basically, you research research a topic, you can, and then you can see here are the top ranking articles on this given topic, and here is a list of all the other websites that link to that article. So, mm-hmm. okay, we've got a website, they have a hundred links to them. Well, since they're linking to this article on this topic, if I write a better article on this topic that's more up to date, uh, has maybe an infographic or some uh-huh. better, more useful information, I can reach out to those websites and ask them to link to my content instead. Got so. It. Okay. Uh, yeah. So what? So this particularly works well if, like, the article that is ranking was written like years ago, and so sure. in your in your pitch to say, hey, I saw that you are linking to this article. Uh, you should link to my article instead. You can say, uh, I saw that you're updated. linking to this article from 2015. Right. Uh, and a lot has changed in the space. We have a lot of updated statistics. Uh, and, and data that's more relevant for 2021, uh, you should link to our content instead. And so kind of like the process of what like a link building outreach campaign would look like is, you know, you, you, uh, you do your prospecting, uh, it's called, uh-huh. where you find relevant websites to reach out to. Then you can find email addresses and find the right email contact people uh, and then build like an email uh, campaign for that. Um, for that. Nor- like it, it sounds like a lot and normally it is, it can be, uh, time intensive. Uh, uh-huh. uh I, I, I have a, a quick plug. Uh, I have, uh, an app that I built that kind of streamlines this. It's called Postaga. Uh, I built it because in my agency, like, and in my SEO experience, there were so many pieces to this. I wanted to find a way to, try and streamline this and so like sure. doing outreach in just like a few minutes instead of spending days hours and, I have, and days yeah I, I have uh someone who uh started using our app recently was like so excited because she's like i spent an entire week uh prospecting and then getting emails and then validating email addresses to make sure it would go to someone's inbox and then uh-huh. sending the emails and then sending the follow-ups and uh it's yeah, a process it can be a process it's a process yeah so, yeah, so there are different, like, link-building strategies that people do, like Skyscraper, mm-hmm. which I mentioned was one. Another one uh, to give, give you uh, all some ideas uh, is 
uh, called a resource page outreach. So let's say you find, uh, you have an article on email marketing. Why not? Right. Uh, and you've probably seen like those listicle articles that really exist to link to other people's articles. Yeah. So for example, like here are like 29 resources for email marketing or, or like something on like SEO or, or like social media. 150 resources on social media marketing. Well, uh-huh. since that website clearly is interested in sharing good, relevant information about this topic, you can reach out to them and pitch them, hey, uh, you have this really uh, this really great resource page. Would you be interested in linking to our to article mine. on this topic? Uh-huh. Uh, and, and so that's kind of the, the pitch there. Um, yeah, no, there I are- love that because we're always trying to connect and and build those connections and so you know when you find the relevant topics that you write on or that your Mm -hmm. company writes on or that your brand writes on and you you Mm -hmm. make those connections you know i i want to stop and pause for a minute because i think when we when we make connections with people who are in our space we think of them as competition and they're really not competition. If we think of Mm -hmm. them as partners and how we could learn, grow and leverage from each other, it makes a huge difference. And so I just kind of want to put that out there is don't be afraid to ask somebody else in your space to Mm -hmm. share and, and, and leverage that information back and forth between each other. Oh, absolutely. And uh, some people that I've seen that are doing like, link building most successfully uh mm-hmm. they don't they don't necessarily have like an seo mentality they have like a very much networking kind of mentality like they i i, I know there are some companies that are that strictly do link building they are they don't call themselves seo agencies they call themselves mm-hmm. link building agencies and they really leverage the relationships that they've built over the years with many different blogs and websites so that if they are trying to build links for a certain particular piece of content they have people that they can reach out to who uh, they already have relationships with. And so right, that, and that's, that's what a- that's what digital marketing is all about. It's creating those those connections and those relationships. And I talk about that all the time. I mean, you know, like mm-hmm. how do you connect with your customers? How do you connect with potential clients? How do you connect with other people in your space and and create that synergy and leverage you know each other's strengths and like I said, when, when we were offline and even at the yeah. beginning of this podcast, SEO is not my strength. Link, link building is not my strength. You know, so I, mm-hmm. I rely on the expertise of other people within a team to, to get that information. Absolutely. And so, you know, I'm really good at one spot of digital marketing. I am, you know, that's not my strength in another spot. So I, I love that, you know, we, we definitely need to, to leverage those. Yeah, um, okay. So Let's talk a little bit about when we're writing an article, we're doing yes. our keyword research, you know, we're, we're creating those relationships to, to build links, but mm. what's good content? What is like, what do we put in our yes. own article? Like, do we hyperlink out some research, you know, to other relevant websites? Mm-hmm. Do we hyper, do we link within our own website? You know, let's talk a little mm-hmm. bit about our own content. So, Yes, uh, I guess the answer to all of those all of it is, is yes. yes. <laughs> all of it is yes. Yes, you should absolutely link out to other people's websites, uh, in particular uh, because you can then like like one it, it 
shows that your article is citing its sources and mm -hmm. it's not just a stream of consciousness sort of rambling. Um, right. Uh, but also you could at some point maybe reach out to the people that you mentioned and say, hey, I, I mentioned your study in our article. It would be great if you could share, share. our article or something mm -hmm. like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, internal links to your other articles that are relevant on point is important as well. I've heard of people doing like just like just doing a, an audit of their own website and mm -hmm. going in and linking relevant articles to each other and where it's appropriate and mm -hmm. seeing major uh, improvements in their rankings and traffic just by uh, going through that. So that that is something that can help you as well. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like, I, I, I've particularly, I, I love content marketing and uh, yeah, owe a lot of success of my last agency to content marketing. Um, one of the like one of the biggest things that I, I find interesting is like, well, how do I come up with my content? How do I figure out what to write? Uh -huh. uh, uh, a lot of people will go to keyword research and see all right, what, what terminology is competitive and what topics can I write about that'll, that may, that can, that I can probably rank, rank for uh -huh. uh, and maybe having a mix of low and high competition terminology. Um, but I, I, I sometimes take a, a different approach. Well, the data is relevant, but I like to, I really like visualizes content marketing in terms of like trying to figure out what I want to write as this marketing funnel where mm -hmm. uh, at the bottom of the funnel, I have content that is geared towards and written for people that are ready to purchase the products or services that I have on the website for sale. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. with a, with a website agency, for example, that would be content like, um, uh, the content that's very specific, like what to look for when hiring a web design agency, or maybe even more specific, here's a case study from our agency of mm -hmm. great results that we obtained for a client. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, and these so like, are bottom of the funnel people who already yes. know, like, and trust you. They're already in your ecosystem. They've already been, um, listening to you on a podcast or a video, they've already been interacting yes. with you on social media. They've already read relevant content. So right. these are bottom of the funnel. Okay. Yeah. And, and there are like, uh, for like a web design agency, there's only so many times that you can kind of write about what to look for when hiring a web design agency or something sure. like that. And sure. there's like, there's more, uh, lim more limited audience for that, for that content, but the people that are finding it and reading it are going to be much more likely to be ready to hire someone like you soon. Right. But it's, it is important to have a long view uh, of the whole thing. So outside of the, this bottom of the funnel, focusing on content that is very specific to people ready to hire you, mm -hmm. uh, take a step back. Uh, and I think it's important to like, recognize what is your ideal customer that you're looking for what are their interests and like uh, where how could they find you and how could they hear about you even if they're not ready to hire you and so as right. an example we uh we're focusing on lawyers and just i'll just use this as the example sure uh there people lawyers could find us when they're ready to hire hire a web agency but i was finding from calls with potential customers, sales calls and onboarding calls with new clients. And this is a great way to get ideas for content. And I uh -huh. wrote a lot of articles 
based on these conversations because I would see recurring, uh, recurring trends where people would tell me about what was going on in their lives at the moment that they were uh, looking at where they found us or before they found us. So like a law firm, for example, might be looking to hire a web design company when they're starting up a firm or mm-hmm. when they're leaving a firm to start their own practice or mm-hmm. while they're evaluating technology and so changing servers and changing software. And so I got the idea, well, if I know that people will that will eventually hire us if they're looking to start a new firm or they're looking for technology, I would write content focused on those topics. So I'd write right. articles about starting a new practice and that's more more top of funnel top of kind funnel. of stuff. Mm-hmm. So like these people aren't ready to hire us today and maybe don't even know that they are going to need to hire us at all in the future. But I would create content geared towards things like software for law firms. And I would create downloadable guides like checklists or comparison charts of different software. And I would get their email addresses and they'd get on my email list. And then Mm -hmm. over time they would get drip emails and newsletters sharing with them my latest content. And when they would be ready to hire a web design company, they would already trust me and my company having been on my newsletter, on my mailing mm-hmm. list and getting my newsletter for a while. And that that inherent, that trust that we've built up over time helped us outcompete anyone else who might be going after that same audience. So, Right. And yeah. so, you know, I think writing um, for SEO is very important for top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, for people to find you, for the keywords, for the links. I feel like mm-hmm. all of that is very relevant. I also feel like you've got to bring people into your ecosystem and you've got to stay top of mind through through emails and through drips. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have so many examples that I could use where a client might not be ready to buy from me today but they're reading my content, they're engaging with me on social media, they're um, getting my email messages, you know, they're, they're involved, they're in my ecosystem, per right. se. And so they are, I'm staying top of mind in their in their world. So when, right. like you said, so maybe they're not in the middle of, maybe they're not ready to leave their law firm and start their own practice, but maybe they're thinking about it. Maybe it's a thought in their head, maybe that they've been swirling it around and investigating. And when you're writing relevant content to them, so a year later, they've gone out on their own, you know, guess who they're going to call? You. Yeah, exactly. Because you've been in their head for a year. And it's also like a larger pool because like the people who are ready to buy from you today, it's a, it's a very Mm -hmm. small uh, amount of people compared to the larger environment of people interested in this industry overall. Right, right. I mean, I could take myself, for example, you know, I just recently back in September found myself unemployed and launched my digital marketing agency. It was something that had been swirling in my head for a long time. So guess what? And as soon as I did that, I reached out to people that I had been following that I had, you know, been connecting with to you know, to, to buy software from, or to bring on board as a partner or whatever it was. But, you know, these were people that had already been Mm -hmm. in my head. So, yeah. So I think, absolutely. um, So Andy, tell us how we can get a hold of you. Tell us a little bit more about your software and, you know, where you hang out and the best way to, (laughs) to get in touch with you and everything will be linked up in the show notes. 
All right, awesome. Uh, so yeah, if uh, so, yeah, I talked a little bit about about our app. So Postaga, mm -hmm. it's p o s t a g a dot com. Uh, it's a link building and outreach digital PR outreach tool that can help you build links to your content to help you improve your rankings and get more traffic. It's a very easy to use workflow, so it kind of guides you through the whole process, whether you've done link building and outreach before or not. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of agencies and freelancers and small businesses that use it. Uh, basically how it works, yeah, you have your goal, whether you want to get links to your blog content, whether you want to get uh, press coverage on other blogs for your business, or whether you want to find potential partners or customers and reach out to them. And then uh -huh. it finds their finds the right people to reach out to, which is important, uh, and finds their email addresses and makes sure that those email addresses work. And uh -huh. then builds uh, email sequences with intro emails and follow-ups uh, for for those people, and it tracks all of it. So it's awesome. kind of yeah, it's an all-in-one tool for that. Um, yeah, more information at postaga.com. We also uh -huh. have a Facebook group all about link building and outreach and SEO and digital marketing. It's called Grow Together SEO. And you can also find me on the internet. My name's Andy Cabasso. Uh, on that's me on Twitter, on Facebook, and I on LinkedIn I go by Andrew Cabasso because it sounds more <laughs> professional. <laughs> We have to be more professional on LinkedIn. Right. Um, and like I said, everything will be uh, linked up in the show notes. And so I, I loved having this conversation with you and learning uh, just, you know, it really, truly, in, you know, it expands my knowledge and also expands my knowledge to help my clients. And so I hope mm -hmm. that, you know, you added value to my audience as well. So thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate your time and, and your knowledge. Awesome. Thanks for having me. And if anyone has any follow-up questions or anything like that, please feel free to get in touch. All right. Thanks, Andy. Wow. So many great takeaways. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Andy and another episode of It's Simply Digital. If you like what you hear, please rate and review and share this podcast. It helps me bring on amazing guests like Andy. You could get a hold of me at itsimplydigital.com or Lisa at itsimplydigital.com. I thank you once again for joining me today and I hope you have a blessed day.